to another episode of Guys at the Round Table. I'm your boy, Vladimir Jean-Philippe, and today, we're going to be talking about racism again. Yup, yup. Once again, racism. But before we get started, let's get the socials uh, out there and, you know, shout a brother out. Uh, you can hit me up on uh, Twitter at GOTR Podcast. You can um, hit me up on Instagram at GOTR Podcast. Like and share this on Facebook at facebook.com slash guys of the round table. And you can also send me an email to guys of the round table at gmail.com. Alrighty, so why am I talking about race again? Again in 2020? Well, it's come to my attention. I'm starting to notice a pattern uh, lately. And this is what I like to do, okay? I like to look at people and just kind of figure out the patterns that they're trying to do. Now, granted, this is not everybody, but it's a it's a good portion of a good it's a good portion of human uh, of human beings that act a certain way, right? And lately, we've been I've been talking about conservatives, especially black conservatives, kind of kind of feeling that they're being persecuted, to say the least. And so, I look at things like this, and then I I, I ask myself the question: Are you really being persecuted? Okay, because we have to be careful here because today we're pretty much going to be looking at definitions and then kind of talk about the ideas of them a little bit. Okay, to say that you're being persecuted would more than likely mean that you are being, there's some hostility being thrown at you in a certain way to make you fear for your life in a certain way, right? Because let's be honest, when, and I hate to use this example, but when the Jews are persecuted, right? They were persecuted, okay? They were marched into concentration camps. Their rights were stripped uh, from them, and they were murdered in the masses, okay? Uh, Christians, I believe in the... I forget what time period, but when they were persecuted in the Roman era, in the Roman times, right? Uh, when uh, Constantine was the... the at Rome, uh, was it Constantine? I want to see either him or Nero, but uh, when he was emperor, right, the Christians were being persecuted. They were literally being nailed to the cross or nailed at the stake, right? The most popular form of uh, Roman torture or kill method at the time, right? So these guys were literally rounded up, tortured, and killed, okay? So when you say persecuted to me, okay, and I hear the word persecuted, I'm like. I'm like pretty much thinking that, you know, there's some kind of hostility coming your way. But then when I look at these conservatives, uh, conservatives, uh, especially black conservatives, you know, you have your Candace Owens out there, your Larry Elders, and then a a whole host of other conservatives, um, black figureheads that go and talk. And then they talk as if they're being persecuted. Okay. It's like, you know, they're sharing their ideas and then people are talking down their ideas or attacking their ideas, not them personally, but attacking their ideas. And these individuals want to come out and say that they're being persecuted or they're being shunned or whatever. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Okay. And I think Joe Rogan said this eloquently is that once you throw an idea out there into the ethos or the, the, the ether or whatever, once you put an idea out there, it is free and open to criticism 
by everybody, okay? And you have to be able to defend that idea to the best of your abilities. If you are unable to defend that idea, then maybe your idea is shit, <laughs> all right? So if you, if you can defend your ideas, then maybe you have something solid and substantial that you can sit on or stand on, right? You can plant your flag on it and kind of hold firm that, you know, this idea is solid. But if people are criticizing your idea and they're finding holes and they're continuously pounding that idea, then it is on you to try to defend that idea. And if you cannot defend that idea, then either you are a fraud or your idea is flawed. Okay, and a lot of people have flawed ideas. Like, let's be honest, I have, shit, I'll sit here and, you know, kind of tell you, I have flawed ideas, okay? And I'll run them past my girlfriend and then she'll find the holes and she'll argue that. And the moment, and I mean the absolute moment I feel myself getting charged up emotionally, I stop. Because I know that the idea that I just had has flaws in it. And I now have to go back to the drawing board, figure out where my holes are, come up with the defense for that. And if they hold up to her questions again and her interrogations, then my idea is solid. But if I go to her again with these newfound information and facts and, you know, ways to back my idea and it, you know, passes the test, then my, my idea is solid, right? But to have this thought process of like, you're being persecuted because you have an idea, to me is, is absurd, okay? Nobody's persecuting. There's nobody going around rounding up black conservatives or conservatives for that matter and torturing them or killing them or stripping them of their actual rights. Okay, because a lot of these folks, right, they, they kind of double speak, right? And it's on the left and the right. And I hate to do this. I don't like talking about the left and right, but I'm watching them go back and forth. And it's just, it amazes me how like unrelenting both sides are. Okay, at like hurling insults at each other. They're not talking to each other. They're talking at each other. Because everybody wants that slam dunk moment where it's just like, you know, you have an idea and it's just like, boom, here's the kind of argument to shut down the whole conversation. And it's like, that's not how legitimate discourse goes. Okay. If you really want to have a proper discord with somebody, you have to bounce ideas off of each other. You have to find the flaws in your ideas. And then you have to work on defending that flaw and strengthening your stance. Okay. If you can't, then your idea is legitimately shit. Okay, so there's nobody out here persecuting conservatives. And I know I've talked about this in, uh, in my last podcast, but it's the truth. I'm looking at these things and it's like, I don't understand like how you're being persecuted. I truly don't. If your idea is shit, then figure out how to defend it and make it not shit. You know what I mean? Go polish the turd and make it look like mud <laughs> or something. Right? Or however that saying goes. But... And to, for people to sit here, or to sit there, I should say, and kind of say that they're being persecuted for their ideas and their beliefs, that's, that's really absurd. And I hate to sound repetitive, but it's true. I don't know how else to state that statement. You know what I mean? It's really absurd. So I, I listen to these folks talk, and I listen to both uh, conservatives and liberals and, you know, the left on the right. And they're all talking in the exact same circles, right? It's nothing, it, it, it's things that I've seen before, right? It's just, it's legitimately high school debate squads going at each other is what it is, right? They'll talk about the points a little bit. Then they'll deflect off the points and go to ad hominems attacks, which uh, ad hominem uh, um, logic thinking, which is just personal attacks, right? And then if like that doesn't work, 
to get the other person robbed up, then they'll move the goalposts a little bit, right? They'll basically tweak the definition of something to make it suit their narratives or whatever. And it's like, as a person who likes to think critically and to think proper, I don't like to share, like, I don't like when people share misinformation. And I try my damnedest not to share misinformation, okay? So I, I, I try to give everybody, like, a fair shake. So I listen to both the right and the left to kind of see where they're coming from. You know what I mean? To see what they're talking about. And a lot of the times, they're not talking about anything. A lot of the times, they're talking about how one side or the other is preventing them from doing something. And it's like, bruh, you're doing the exact same thing. That, like, you're doing the thing that they're telling you that you're saying that they're telling you that you can't do. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? So it's like a lot of the conservatives are like, like to say, like, um, the free speech is under attack, right? And I'm like, how is free speech under attack? Like, there's no government agency coming to arrest you for saying the shit that you're saying. You're free to say whatever the hell you want. You really do have that right. But here's the thing that nobody wants to take into a, a, a acknowledgement, right? You're free to say whatever the hell you want, but you're not free from the consequences, okay? So if you want to say some shit, Expect some shit thrown back at you. That is not an impending of freedom of speech. You can say whatever the hell you want to say, but you can't say it liberally, if that makes any sense. Okay? So, you know, free speech is not under attack. Your Second Amendment is not under attack. I mean, shit, I mean, kind of is, but it's not. You know what I mean? They've made amendments to the amendments where criminals can't have guns, which is a violation of human rights and the Constitution and all this whatever. But, hey, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a judge, so I don't know <laughs> the proper um, context of that, so to speak, right? But if you really want to see what is actually being attacked, maybe the 13th Amendment is being attacked more than anything, okay? Because the fact that, you know, the 13th Amendment freed the slaves, but then if they commit a crime and anybody that goes to jail, your, your literal rights are stripped away from you automatically, that's kind of suspect right and then you go into slavery in jail where you're working cheap you know i mean you're doing cheap labor uh for businesses and corporations and whatnot so there's a whole bunch of stuff there. there's a um a documentary called the 13th amendment so you can watch that it's on netflix and it's also on youtube for free just literally uh search 13th amendment and then you can see all that for yourself it's really messed up how it really plays out to be honest with you that if you get arrested for anything, you legitimately lose your rights as a human being or as an American citizen, which is an attack on your constitutional and bill of rights, right? So, hey, I don't know, man. That's another topic for another day. But coming back to this conservatives being attacked, quote unquote, or persecuted, I should say. It, I listen to these guys and a lot of them are talking a lot about racism, right? And this is what the whole main motif of today's uh, topic is, is racism. But not like who's racist and what's racist, right? It's mostly, I wanna concentrate right now a little bit on the definition of racism. Because the actual definition of ra uh, racism, right? Like the legitimate definition, if you go to Webster's Dictionary or Wikipedia or whatever you go look the definition of, it is the prejudice discrimination or the antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership of a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is a minority or a marginalized, 
right? That's the definition. Or the second definition, which is a little bit easier to, I guess, understand, is the belief that different races possess different um, characteristics, abilities, and qualities, especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another, okay? Now, to give the TLDR versions of it, racism. If your race feels superior than to the other, you're racist. Simple, right? If you feel a member, if you feel a superiority to a distinct group of people or race or ethnic backgrounds, technical definition of racism, right? Now, what's going on with all of this stuff is we have the Black Lives Matter movement going on right now, right? Now, I, I said in my very first podcast is that I understand and I am wholeheartedly backing the Black Lives Matter phrase, right? The phrase Black Lives Matter is what I'm 100% for, right? Because we are disproportionately being affected in a lot of things, right? And we do want to feel protected and feel as if, hey, if shit happens to us, do you have our backs, right? That's all we're asking for, essentially, is what the Black Lives Movement uh, is. Well, the phrase is asking for, right? Just have our backs. That's it. I don't care what the actual organization is doing. I don't care, like, if they're Marxist and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, everybody wants to demonize the organization and everything. And I'm just kind of like, why? Why are we demonizing the organization? It's like, why don't we really figure out what the hell they're really about? And then we go from there. But I don't know what they're really about. So I don't want to defend or, you know, crucify anybody. Okay? I just know the phrase black lives matter for me just the phrase is very important because there's a lot of things that happened in this country for 400 plus years that affects black folks today and it's true and it's i don't want to say it's okay but it's okay to acknowledge that there's some shitty practices being towards black folks right there are shitty practices let's be honest it's okay to say that and it's okay to want to fix that but the fact that we're trying to fix that and everybody's having this harsh backlash to that, to me, is mind boggling. OK, but to come like kind of uh, bring it back. Right. A little bit, I guess, because I'm going a little bit off topic here. But to bring it back, a lot of these conservative talking points are really mixing the definition of what racism really is, because now they're trying to make it seem like. Anytime you go against anybody for a particular uh, grievance is racist, right? So if a black conservative speaks out against black folks and black folks speak out against that conservative, then the black folks speaking out against the conservative deemed to be racist. And I'm just like, huh? For example, <laughs> Candace always came out and pretty much kind of said the, the vile crap she said about George Floyd, right? And we all agree that George Floyd did not deserve to die. The way he died was kind of unjust and whatnot. But to go and demonize the guy's character was not the right way to go about saying, like, you know, we don't want this guy to be the martyr, quote unquote, for the black community. OK, I get that. But to go into his background is kind of like fucked up. Right. So she did that. Everybody gave backlash towards it. And then Candace Owen turns around and is like, Oh, well, I never thought my own kind would be racist towards me. I'm just like, broad, no. Like, we're not being racist towards you. We're telling you, you fucking up. <laughs> All right? You just took this man's death and made your own BS narrative about it, okay? 
That's what we're saying. We're not saying anything else, right? And then black conservatives feel like, you know, other black folks, like they don't have the typical black experience, right? And so they feel like black folks call them Uncle Toms or Coons or Jigaboos or, you know, traitors to their own race and whatnot, which in a sense is not, I don't want to say it is racist, but it's not. It is more prejudiced. And if anything, it is more stereotypical, right? I, I, on the very least, it's stereotypical. On the most complex scale, it's prejudice, not racism, okay? You're being prejudiced towards your own kind. Like, you're not liking this person, or you're thinking this person is acting differently than what you expect them to, which is stereotyping, right? It's like the belief of um, uh, stereotyping is uh, the overgeneralization, the overgeneralized belief of a particular uh, group of people. That's essentially what stereotype is, right? So if you think black folks are supposed to act a certain way and then a sect of black folks don't, you know what I mean? You kind of stereotype those uh, black folks as like being something else, <laughs> okay? So it, it, that's what stereotype is. So this is where the definition game plays into. And this is why I wanted to come back to racism a little bit. And not for the sense of like, we're discussing racism as like, it's a, you know, like, oh, America's racist. No, we're not doing that, okay? I'm just saying, it's just that we have to understand these definitions before we start throwing these words around towards everybody. Not everything is racist. Not everybody is racist. I get that, okay? But it's not racist is the term that we have to be using. We have to use the proper context words, okay? Stereotypes, prejudice, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. We have to go to those words because everybody. I don't know if it's because we're dumbed down a little bit. Like, let's be honest, we really are dumbed down as a society, right? I don't know if it's a result of that or it's people being lazy. Okay, and I honestly think it's because people are being lazy, so they just throw the word racist around a lot, right? And I'm noticing it mostly with white liberals kind of throwing it back at black folks, right? But at the same time, I'm seeing it like, you know, conservatives or uh, liberals are hurling it at conservatives like almost all the time. And conservatives are claiming that they're, be called, they're being called racist all the time. Right. It's this weird dynamic uh, going on right now that I'm trying to, in my mind, analyze and define. Right. It's just an, it's a weird thing. And like I said, I like watching people and I like looking at patterns. But this is the pattern that I'm seeing is that the word racist or racism is being mis excuse me is being misused and just kind of flung around at any old willy-nilly thing to kind of to, to to oh what's the word i'm looking for or the phrase that i'm looking for it's being thrown around to justify a narrative there we go all right so it, it's really being just i don't know man it's just being tossed around too too willy-nilly too effortlessly and that's not right in my opinion okay and so I'm like looking at these people saying like, you know, racism, this racism, that this is racist, that's racist. I don't know if this is like, and this is my conspiracy theory and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I just like to have fun with them, right? This is my little conspiracy. I think right now what's happening is the word racism is being thrown around like uh, as it is right now to just kind of water down the word to have a greater impact later. Right. It's like kind of whitewashing a word a little bit. OK, because like everybody thinks like because racism used to be a powerful word and it's still a powerful word because let's be honest, if you call an, a white person racist, man, 
the vitriol you get back from that individual. I'm not racist. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and the pathetic half-ass attempt <laughs> to justify why they're not racist is funny to me. Right? But I don't... It, it's pretty funny, though. Like, if you hurl that word racist at a white person, man, the scrambling they do to justify that they're not is just... To me, it's hilarious, right? And I'm not supposed to... You know what I mean? I'm supposed to be a mature person about this, but fuck it, right? <laughs> it's it's hilarious to me. It really is. Like, to watch a white person scramble, oh, I'm not racist, oh, blah, 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 my, my sister's boyfriend, cousin, baby mama, it's twice removed sister, brother is black or some shit. You know what I mean? They come up with some weird shit like that. <laughs> and I like listening to that explanation or that scramble, right? I love listening to the scramble because it's funny as hell. But, I don't know, like, to... Bring it back, though. I think the my little conspiracy is that they're trying to water down the word racism. I don't know for what, but they're trying to water it down. And I'm thinking it's because they want to say the N-word. <laughs> Essentially, they want to... <laughs> Essentially, everybody wants to creep in and use the N-word. Because right now, black folks have the only privilege of being able to say the N-word all willy-nilly. Right? And I mean, white folks can say it, but they cannot say it without harsh repercussions right and so my thing is is like my little conspiracy and to kind of because i've been fucking it up a lot but my solid conspiracy on this is people are hurling the word racist around because eventually they want to get to the n-word and this is a stepping stone towards that that is my full conspiracy theory thought process right there okay is it verified? Is it plausible? Nah, not really. It probably could be defeated with like two sentences, right? But I'm just saying, that's just my thought process right now. I'm just thinking the race, the word racist or racism or any of that or any variation of that word is being flung around the way it is right now because they want to water it down because it's a stepping stone to the N-word. They really want to say the N-word, okay? And so that's my thought, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm most likely wrong. But hey, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm not afraid to be wrong. I, I truly am not. Okay? Because I like to be informed. Whether that is legitimate book knowledge or street knowledge. Where however I gain this knowledge, I want it. Right? And I want it to be accurate. I don't want to be spreading misinformation around because there's enough misinformation in this world. I want to be a harbinger of truth. Which is almost impossible, to be honest with you, because, you know, the truth hurts everybody and nobody really wants to hear the truth. Everybody says they want to hear the truth, but nobody really wants to hear the truth because the truth of the truth is it hurts your feelings and it stings. OK, and we're all too emotional, to be honest with you. We're, we're a little too emotional to accept the truth is what I'm trying to get at. Okay, like we cannot handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> we cannot. Okay, so it's it's a little interesting to me that you know that this word is being tossed around. Racist. That's racist. This is racist, and whatnot. And then what kind of put me down on the path of this thought process? And the one individual um, who really made me think about this is. Um, this is this guy, Zuby, right? Uh, he was on a Joe Rogan podcast because apparently he was the um, individual that identified as a woman for a day and smashed the world's, um, 
the women's uh, deadlifting record, right? And it's like the world record, right? He identified as a woman the day of the competition to prove a point, went into the uh, competition and broke the record easily, right? And so he went on the Joe Rogan podcast and then he shared his thoughts and beliefs. And he's also a musician. Um, his name is Zuby. And uh, he was talking on somebody's podcast and he had a quote in there that kind of like sent me down this uh, path. And to quote him a little bit, because it's not the full quote, but he goes, to assume that somebody is going to think or behave or to act a certain way, believe certain things uh, purely based on their skin color is, by definition, racism. And I was just like, huh. And then he goes on to uh, say, this is the most pervasive form of racism that still exists in the modern Western world. And then he... Uh, I read that and I heard, I, I, first I read it and then I heard the podcast and I was just kind of like, huh, that's an interesting thing to say. Because when you say that to assume somebody is going to think or act or believe uh, certain things or purely based on their skin color is by uh, very definition racism, I don't think that's right. This is where I think everybody kind of moves the goalposts on the definition, right? That's not the definition of racism. That is the definition of stereotyping. That is more apt to be stereotyped, not racism. Okay, because he's missing out of a, a, a very nuanced factor there is the belief that you're superior to the other. That's what makes racism racist or racist racism. <laughs> okay, it is the belief, the prejudice or dis discrimination or the antagonism directed at a group of people based solely on their skin color because of you feel that you're superior to that group. Yeah, so I think what he said there most aligns with stereotyping, not racism, okay? And, you know, he's entitled to his opinions, but it's just kind of like, it was one of those things where I heard it and I was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I had to rebuke that a little bit, right? I had to come with a rebuttal. And so I, this is me, you know, with my rebuttal but i could be wrong he could be right i could be wrong or i could be right and he's wrong or we both could be wrong or we both could be right because there's a lot of things that's going on that you know we need to understand and in my opinion moving the goalposts of the definition of racism is not one of those things uh, we should be doing okay we should leave racism as it is the definition is intact there's no such thing as reverse racism there's no such thing as opposite of racism it's just racism okay whether you're white or black, if you have a certain belief that your race or you're superior to another person based on your skin color, nationality, or ethnic belonging, that's racism. Okay? So, I don't know, man. It's it just, to me, when it comes to definitions, we have to be careful how we go about them. Because we switch definitions up a little bit. And then what's going to, you know what I mean? It, by switching up definitions, you're essentially moving the goalpost a little bit. And that's not um, intellectually, mm, that's not intellectually sound, I guess you could say, is what I'm trying to say, right? It's not a good thing. It's not a good look, fam. You know what I mean? So when you're debating your friends and whatnot, try to stick to the definitions the way the definitions are. Don't switch them up just to kind of fit your narrative. That's not right, okay? I like the truth. I don't care if the truth hurts my feelings. I don't care if it, uh, you know, sends me into deep state of depression or, you know what I mean? I don't care. 
the truth to me is more valuable than any sweet lie or half truth you'll tell somebody. Okay, we have to start telling each other the truth, whether it hurts, whether it's painful, or whether what have you. We have to speak the truth. Okay, and to me, that's how I try to live my life. I mean, there's a period there where I lost myself a little bit and I just kind of like, you know, I was just lying out the wazoo. But usually I'm like, I'm the most happiest when I'm speaking truth, pure, unadulterated truth, whether it hurts your feeling or not. That's for me, it's better to just tell you the truth and move on with life than it is to kind of, you know, massage your ego with a lot. You know what I mean? So or just I just won't tell you at all, which is kind of a lie in itself because it's a lie of omission or some shit like that. Okay. But, you know, I'd rather tell you the truth, the blunt truth, and just be done with it. You know what I mean? So I urge you, my listeners, all two of you that listen to this, <laughs> is that you try your damnedest to stick to the truth. No matter if it hurts, I don't care who it offends or what have you, the truth shall shit you freak. Shit. Wow. The truth, oh man, the truth shall set you free. There we go. The truth shall shall set you free. The truth shall set you free. Okay, finally got it on that last one. But yeah, it's better to tell the truth, guys. It really is. Because it eliminates a lot of in-between. It eliminates the gray areas. And it doesn't leave room for interpretation. So you don't want nobody to misinterpret you because... Once somebody misinterprets you, they can say, they can make you say whatever they want to say. And that's not, that's something that you have to be on the lookout for because that's not genuine. Okay. So again, I appreciate you guys listening to this. I, I, I don't know. I'm starting to find my voice a little bit in this world because I don't mind having a discord with people. Okay. I really don't. I love conversations. I love bouncing ideas and trying to like figure out what's going on you know what i mean i want to know how you think and i want to let you know inside my mind i'm not a libertarian i'm not a liberal i'm not a conservative i'm not democrat nor republican i'm just me i'm an individual who looks at things based on the merit of what's been like based on the information that's been presented to me and i make an informed decision there okay information is key you need lots of it so you can make a proper decision and so that you can leave a better lead a better life. Okay. The fact that we are ideologically tied and beholden to certain groups is just idiotic to me. Okay, that's not I mean, I guess people are tribal and we need to find a place where we belong. But how about we belong to truth and reconciliation? Have some empathy for each other. You know what I mean? Love for one you know what I mean? Have love for one another. Like all this hate mongering and fear mongering and calling each other names and all this other stuff. That's not getting us anywhere. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a peaceful dude until I have to be violent. Okay. So the way I look at it is my philosophy in life. And this is what I've been by just been guiding myself on throughout my entire life. Really, it's just fuck the bullshit. You have to say fuck the bullshit. You don't need it. Okay. Life is hard enough as it is. It really is, okay? Life is hard. There's no need for extra crap to make it even harder, okay? So, in, I guess, in summation, 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 there we go. (laughs) To summarize, (laughs) racism is an issue that we have to deal with. Is 
everybody racist? No. I'm not saying everybody is racist. I'm just saying racism still affects black folks today and poor whites. Like, once you realize that, the world will be a lot better place. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying you're a racist. I'm just saying racism and racist tendencies, whether implicit or explicit, still exist. And it's up to us to kind of figure out what it is and just nip it. That's it. We don't have to fight it. We don't have to do anything like that. Just nip it. If you see somebody acting stupid, tell them, hey, man, that's not accepted here. Move on. Or, or better yet, just ignore the motherfucker. Okay? Because I've met many racist people in my life. I've ignored them. Or I've interacted with them and they find out, it's like, hey, man, you're one of the good ones. I'm like, nah, I'm a good one. There's many good ones. <laughs> All right? So, I don't know. I'm rambling at this point, but yeah, man, like I believe in us. I believe in the people. I really do. I truly believe people genuinely want to do what's right. It's just that they have no idea how to go about doing it. And hopefully this could be a little bit of a guiding light for you and that I can push you in the right direction to trying to find truth. Fuck the bullshit. I don't care who's your president. Okay, we could have a chimpanzee as president. You have to have respect for that president. Trump is president. We have to have that respect. Whether I despise the man or not, doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So we can't just sit here and, you know, shout at each other and expect things to change. It's not happening. You can't sit here either and talk with the same people, uh, talk to the people with the same mindset and expect change. You have to talk to people that have differing opinions because that's when you find out whether your ideas are, are solid or they're shit. And if they're shit, go to the drawing board and fix it. Come back and make it stronger. If it holds up, great. You have a solid idea. If it doesn't, you need to abandon that idea because it's shit. Okay? It's okay to leave shitty ideas. It really is. It's not going to hurt you. Nobody's going to get hurt. Okay? Shitty ideas are that. They're just shit. You flush them down the toilet and move on with the next one. <laughs> all right? So let's just, in all honesty, or, you know, just to kind of bring this to an end, let's just hold truth and love and happiness in high regards. How about that? How about we do that? And if we do that, I think we'll be much better off. Thanks for listening. I'm Vladimir Jean-Philippe, and this is Guys of the Roundtable. You can hit me up on Twitter, at GOTR Podcast, Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash Guys of the Roundtable, Instagram, at GOTR Podcast. Be sure to give a follow, like, and all that cool stuff on the YouTubes, because we're a GOTR Podcast on the YouTube, I believe. And then send your emails to guys at the roundtable at gmail.com. I would love to uh, correspond with you folks through that as well. So thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. And remember, Vlad loves you. Peace.